Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and I count it an honor from God to be here with all of you on this episode number 173 of our podcast. Well, trials, tribulations, situations, we all have them. And I'd like to talk to you all about that and how we react. So please go ahead and take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend encourages you is coming to you with what do you do when trials come? That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, If you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, everybody. So we're here to chat about what happens when you are going through. And I'm going to get to our podcast on the go momentarily. Uh, What I'd like to do is to give you some scriptures ahead of time so that you all can take a look at them uh, in your quiet time with God and reconcile what was said uh, on the podcast with what the word of God says. So you'll want to take a look at the first chapter of Job in its entirety. Where I was focusing in on is Job chapter 1, verses 20, 21, and 22. You'll also want to read Hebrews chapter 5, verse number 8. And of course, you always want to read uh, these chapters in their entirety, but that's where the zoom in was. And then 1 Timothy chapter 4. Verses one through five. And that just speaks about making sure that you are paying close attention to what's going on and that you fulfill your ministry. So you want to just read that. And then two additional scriptures that will help to line up with what God was saying in the podcast is First Thessalonians chapter five, verse number 18. And then Luke chapter 18, verse number one. All right. And also you want to take a look at Proverbs chapter three and then uh, go verses five and six as well. So uh, hopefully you got those all jotted down. 
And what we're going to do is switch over to our podcast on the go. So the audio is going to be uh, quite a bit different than what you are used to hearing or what you're hearing now. Uh, Please just zoom in on what the Lord is saying and allow him to minister to your heart. And then uh, we can continue our conversation over on blendcouragesyou.com if you're not already here. So take a listen, everybody, to our podcast on the go. Hey there, BCU family. Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com here with another podcast on the go. So I would, I would like for you all to think about the last time that an adverse situation occurred in your life, be it a disagreement with your spouse, significant other, kids, someone cutting you off in traffic, a co-worker or teammate, classmate that gave you a hard time, you know, things along those lines. And, and there can be other things that are greater, obviously, or even smaller. And my question is, is what was your initial reaction? And I had to ask myself that question as well, BCU family. And if I'm honest, my first reaction in some of those situations, especially if they're recurring, would be like, no, not again. Um, Seriously, is this what we're doing? Um, I don't know what so-and-so's problem is, but I'm not the one. I'm not going to be putting up with this today. Or there's the response, well, you know what? I, I've done what I can with this, this thing. All I can do is pray. All I can do is pray. Does any of that sound familiar? Or maybe you have some uh, other things that you may say. Or maybe not say out loud, but think. All right, so I, I want to come back to what our initial reaction should be in just a little bit, but let me just lay something out here as far as background is concerned. Um, This life is going to bring us adversity. Whether or not you are saved or not, all of us have something that we go through. Now, that is especially true of those who are walking with Christ Uh, If you are repented, baptized, filled with the Holy Ghost, baptized in the name of Jesus and filled with the Holy Ghost according to Acts 2.38, you are going to have trouble. Uh, The book of Job says that, you know, the man that is born of a woman, uh, those days are full of trouble. Now, that doesn't mean that there's trouble every day. It does not mean that we live lives that are completely where we're down and in despair all of the time but it does mean that we've got some things to go through and I think that there is the misconception in the world of of Christianity where we feel like our lives will be full of blessings and ease and all kinds of earthly favor and houses and mansions and yachts and all of those kinds of things. And I will not say that the Lord may not bless you 
with those things. He, he may do that. He absolutely may do that. So I'm not ever going to say that God won't give you those things. My point is, is that that's not the purpose of salvation, nor is it a birthright to get all those things. And it's certainly being saved does not exempt us from going through things. As a matter of fact, um, Christ, the scriptures say, learned obedience through the things that he suffered. Okay, And in the book of Timothy, uh, uh, Paul reminds him that we have to endure hardness as a good soldier. So we have to think about, you know, why God is bringing us through certain things. He's allowing certain things to happen in our lives. And typically it is to teach us a lesson. And if we are paying attention to that lesson, uh, we'll get out of it what God has for us and we become more like him. So sometimes it's a lesson, sometimes it's chastisement, uh, sometimes it's consequences, sometimes it's, you know, we're reaping what we've sown. So there's a reason behind everything that God does allow to happen in our lives. My, my initial question about what is your gut reaction is, is that um, we really, and, and I have to work on this too, BCU family, we really are supposed to give God praise. I know. It's not the first thing that you think about, but we really should give God praise. I was uh, taking a, or actually uh, at a sermon at church a while back, and my pastor was reading uh, certain passages from the book of Job. And Job had a very, very unique circumstance, and it is my prayer that uh, none of us ever have to go through what Job went through. But in looking in Job chapter 1, as the servants were coming and telling him what was going on with the sheep and the camel and uh, the servants that had gotten slain and family members that were lost, um, Job, at, at, at one point, as he heard these things, the scripture says, he fell down and he worshipped God. He actually worshiped God. And I'm not saying, BCU family, that Job didn't feel anything and that he didn't cry and that he wasn't uh, upset or I'm not saying that he didn't have any feelings, but he immediately went into worship. And do we, when something happens, do we go into worship? Now, we may feel anger or frustration or stress or worry, or, or whatever those things are. We may feel those initially, because God has given us all of that. So I, that's natural. But do we allow the Spirit of God to come in and say, you know what, let me, before I go any further into my feelings about what's going on, let me give God some praise. First Thessalonians chapter 5, somewhere around verses 17 or 18, verse 17 or 18 says that in everything, we are to give thanks because that is the will of God concerning us. It doesn't say everything except or here's a list of things to give God thanks for. It says in everything, give thanks. So do we truly believe the word of God? Now we'll believe it for the material possessions and you know maybe the healing and other things that we're looking for to God to get from him and again there's nothing wrong with any of that don't get me wrong do we believe the word of God enough to apply that scripture when our trials come 
And I have to tell you, BCU family, that this is something that takes some self-discipline and intentionality to give God praise before we go any further into the reaction. Before we get ready to tell the kids or to have a discussion with that teammate or to get into it with the person that's making your coffee at the local coffee shop, do we stop to give God praise, to worship him, to pray, and then go into whatever the conversation is? Because what happens is, is that as we're giving God praise, and we can do that. It doesn't, it doesn't, we don't have to have, you know, an hour's worth of praise and worship, but as we just give God praise, uh, the spirit of the Lord is able to come in. The Holy Ghost is able to come in and to calm you down, to speak to your heart so that you know exactly what to do, say, or even not do or say so that God is glorified and our flesh is not. We need to, in the book of Proverbs, uh, chapter 3, it says that uh, when we acknowledge the Lord in all of our ways, and again, there's no exceptions to that. There's no except for this or except for that, or you take care of this and I'll take care of that. God is so good because he includes everything. He says, acknowledge him in all of our ways and he will direct our path. So while we're in worship, while we're in praise, um, as we're acknowledging God and saying, Lord, you know what? Uh, here comes this situation again. Here comes this person again. You know that, you know, I have laid this before you and it's, it's coming back up here again. And I, I, I bless you for it. I bless you for the lesson that you're about to teach me here on what is going to happen in this situation. And I need to know exactly what to do so that I don't get in my flesh and stay in it. And if we're praying that in faith and in sincerity, God will direct our paths. He just will do it because we're acknowledging him in that situation. Okay? The other thing that came to mind, and, and I've heard this especially um, recently from people who are just um, exasperated by situations that continue to rear up their, their little heads and the enemy is just trying to wear out the people of God. And uh, sometimes in our weariness, I will say, well, all I can do is pray. And that sounds like a last ditch effort in order to get the situation, uh, quote unquote, under some control. And very often, what, what happens is, is that, you know, we're trying to, we don't worship God, of course. We, we get into our flesh around whatever the situation is. And then, um, you know, it may die down or go away or temporarily be squashed. And then it comes back up again. And when it does that, that's where the, the exasperation comes in. And we say, well, all we can do is pray. And that shouldn't be the last thing we do. Going back to what we said earlier, BCU family, it should be one of the first things that we do, the first thing that we do. I'm, um, again, outside of feeling um, an adverse reaction or feeling like our blood pressure is rising or we're getting angry or impatient. Outside of that, the first thing we should be doing is praying. So when you think about, okay, let me just, I, I like to say, um, shoot up a quick 911 prayer to the Lord because we should be prayed up anyway. 
you know, for the day. But when something uh, extra, <laughs> as my friends in the South say, the family says extra, when something extra comes up, we should be in a relationship enough with God to say, you know what, Lord, really quick, this coworker is coming to me with um, this same situation and I just need to know what it is I should be doing. If we can get those words together and just, again, come to ourselves and allow the spirit to come in, then we won't say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing, and have to go back and explain it, repent, ask for forgiveness later. Now, there's nothing wrong with that BCU family if you went the wrong way. And as a matter of fact, if we did say something out of pocket or not aligned with God, then of course we want to reconcile with God and, and with the person that we're talking to. The thing is, is that if we are spirit led, we won't even have to go there, you know, with the help of the Lord. Uh, sometimes you may need to, you know, have a conversation, a very frank conversation with the person or what have you. Other times you may not have to say one thing. The Lord may lead you to just keep your mouth quiet and let him work it out. So we won't know that if we don't go to God and ask for his advice. Too often, we lean to our own understanding. We lean to what we did in the world. We lean to what Big Mama uh, taught us or what we saw, you know, Dad do or what we saw on television or what have you, we lean to other sources and other resources and they don't line up with the word of God. And in every situation, the Lord may have me handle a situation differently than he would have you to handle it. So we can't even go off of other people necessarily. We really want to seek God and seek him with our whole hearts. And again, when we say pray, it doesn't mean that you have to talk to the Lord for two hours. You know, you're on the job and you're doing things just, you know, maybe quickly running into the restroom or sometimes you just have to stand where you are and ask the Lord to help you. And God will do that because he sets us up for success. The Lord wants us to be victorious. As a matter of fact, he says we are more than conquerors in the book of uh, Romans chapter eight. We're more than conquerors. You know, we're victorious. Uh, we have to understand the power that is down within us and use it correctly. He's there to help us. Um, the Lord is not going to force himself on us. He wants us to come to him and to ask for that help. So uh, with God's grace and mercy, what we want to do, once again, BCU families, we get ready to just kind of give a synopsis of what we talked about. Let's be intentional with God's help and ask him to help us the next time something happens to bless us with enough presence of his mind to go straight to him in worship and to go to him in acknowledgement so that we know exactly what we're supposed to do so that we can move in the spirit and please God. Amen? Amen. Amen. So BCU family, I am so curious to know what your thoughts are on this topic. I'm telling you, this is something that I have to make sure that I work on as well. I have not mastered this um, and you all know me well. If you've been with me for a while that um, I'm not going to uh, say something to you all without making sure that I'm taking care of it on my side as well. I'm held accountable. So um, I am going to try with God's help. No, I'm not going to try. I'm going to do this with, that, with the grace of God and his help. I'm going to make sure that I am following 
what the Lord is saying here. And I'm curious to know what your thoughts are as well. So if you're not already on the blendcouragesyou.com site, uh, please head over there. There is a comment section. Um, go ahead and leave your comment question whatever it is, and let's continue our conversation as we pray for one another uh, to make sure that we are doing what God says to do. So with that, BCU family, we are getting ready to wrap up once again. This is Blen from BlenCouragesYou.com here signing off. I want to thank you all so much for listening here today. And Lord will, until the next time we are together, may our amazing God bless you, keep you, Make his face to shine upon you and give you peace as you stay on the wall. <laughs>